Hey, okay. Good afternoon. Afternoon, afternoon. How's it going? I'm good, man. What are you doing? Nothing, you know. I'm just chilling. I just literally wrote up some notes about some stuff and I thought to myself, hey, you know what? It's a good day to do a podcast, but I'm off for the next three days. So, you know what I mean? It's I'm counting my blessings, you know? It's fantastic. I've been furloughed, so I'm off for the next three weeks. Oh, you lucky. I was. Fair enough. What, what does furlough mean? Basically, the government has uh, made it so that certain companies can uh, they can get government funding. So government will pay my salary for three weeks so that the company doesn't lose any more money. Like some companies are hemorrhaging money because obviously people can't go to work. So they're saying I'll pay X amount of money of a person's salary and the company that you work for, if they furlough, you can decide to like pick up the shortfall if if for whatever reason you don't get 100% from what they're offering. Uh, okay, that's good. Oh, wow, well, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, one second. Let me do the intro before we get into this deep conversation because I know. Okay, <laughs> okay, everybody. Um, it's another welcome back to another podcast, a Teddy Hogger podcast. And this time, I no, this time again, I am joined by, and I can say El Chapo Negro this time, right? I'm telling you right this time, this time, right? No, it's Negro. 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 You know what? I'm never gonna say it right. It's like when I say my saying it like an old Southern white dude. <laughs> Like Negro right here. <laughs> this Negro. Like Whitey from um what's that film? Uh what's that film with Jamie Foxx and Quentin Tarantino? You know the one with Whitey when he goes through the um when he goes through the house and kills all those guys. I don't know any movie that has Quentin Tarantino and Jamie Foxx in it. What? He plays the Django man. Oh yeah, that's true. There you go. Django. Yeah. So um people, this is another podcast with the two legends. I will say legends now because I, I think we're I think we're growing to that status already. Even it's been one podcast, but I'm, we're I'm, growing into it. <laughs> you are you're a legend. I'm the legend. <laughs> no, no, no. Never that. I'm just never, here. <laughs> never that. Never that. No, but um, I would like to say uh, thank you to you for your my last podcast. I got some good responses from um, the last one. You know, blessings, man. I'm happy to be here. Good folks. You know what it is? I think it's because we can have like a nice conversation and. The funny thing about it was I was meant to have more people on this week and this is what I say to people and I will give this out I message you and you're like yeah dude within an hour fine I give you like as long as time as you need <laughs> everyone the day before yesterday was messaging me about doing a podcast and I was like yeah cool that means I'll have more people on I can have like rounded topics I messaged everyone today no one got back to me instead of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Don't I, back to me. I have very little responsibilities, but <laughs> I, I am available to to share in this uh, pretty much anytime you're, you're you're willing to have me. So. Yeah, but you know what it is, though, brother. I feel I I, I realized when it's not on their time, it's no time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they have to, they fail to remember that it's it's not. I kind of I kind I kind of tried to do this as a group thing to try and spread voices of everyone out, and it's not to make it just my opinion. You know, to try to make everyone, but. Yeah, the response I got yesterday and the response I got from this podcast, people wanted to join you on the podcast. You know what I mean? So I thought, yeah, it would be good to have little debates here and there and whatever. But then you go to message everyone about the podcast, and then no one shows up. <laughs> so you're like, what's the point? You know what I mean? So it's like it'll come together. You, don't worry, everybody will. Or by the time this this grows into something greater, because I could see that happening, that everyone will be begging you, knocking down the door to get in on it. So. 
you know, it's it's funny you say that though. Um, I was having a conversation with Veronica about that yesterday. Um, what would what would that what would it be like to be in that stardom, like begging me? I don't know if I would allow them on. Is that is that wrong of me? Um, my sister says something to me all, all the time. There's she says there's some there's what happens and what you make it mean. So because there's no moral dilemma there, it's whatever you make them being on your show or not being on your show. What 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 you make that mean? Now, from what you're saying, and I'm just this is tongue in cheek, obviously. Uh, it could be that you're you want to punish them for letting you down in the past. Now that's true. Now, yeah. That would be up to you, or it could be a sign of great growth, or that you feel they have something that that you think everyone could benefit from them hearing. Um, and you let them, you let them join. But that, that's entirely up to you. It's your show. It's your baby. Your creation. You make it. You know, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. You know what it is. You know why I don't. It sounds really bad. It's not that I won't let them on. It's right now because the audience isn't there. I'm not getting a response from the people that should come on the podcast. So like people that have loads of opinions that I know that will make great um, guests. They don't want to come on it no more. They don't want to be on it right now, sorry, because I'm not that big. You shouldn't only grab to someone because when they're big, now you want the audience. No, now, so how is it now that I've built the audience and now you want to come and, do you know what I mean? You want to jump into that part right at the end when all the hard work is done. Like, if me and you sit here right now and do 90 podcasts and then we get that audience, then all of a sudden the person's like oh yeah oh look um let me join hold on my podcast wasn't nothing 90 episodes ago (laughs) do you know what i mean it wasn't nothing it wasn't nothing a year ago but now because i made that audience now you want to just jump in to do it but i don't think i don't think i'll punish people i think people will know by my face anyway i don't think because i'm not i'm not gonna go out of my way to see you're not vindictive by nature yeah yeah, I'm not, and I'm not gonna go out of my way to see them more any more than I do now anyway. That's do you know true. what I mean? That's true. I wouldn't do that anyway. I'm I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna be the same person. Mm. I'm probably gonna be the same person. So you know how it is. You know, it's it's see look, I just got my see look, look we started now. Yeah. See look, I've I've just look my 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 mate is messaging me now telling me he will be free. <laughs> Once he's just what he's just woke up, he'll be free after he eats <laughs> and after he showers. It's too late. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's too late. You know, but, right. you, know you see what I mean? It's it's, it's weird. So um, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. How are you coping? This this how, how are you coping with the uh, COVID and stuff at the moment? Still going on? How are you coping? With it? I'm completely fine. Um, I've had no ailments or illness. Um, I enjoy being inside my home. I enjoy not going out a lot. So this is the only difficulty I would say I have found is uh, um, now when I have to purchase items for the house, like groceries and whatnot, it requires a lot more effort. I have to get up earlier. I have to go to three or four different places. I've realized I can get everything that I usually get from, let's say, a large store like Asda or Tesco by going to a lot of mom and pop stores, Things like that, like pound stores. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I could get that here. So, that, you know what? You see that? That is the game changer. Yeah. You now go into pound stores to find other things. 
that's broadened your horizons to other shops now so after this big supermarkets and big kind of wholesalers might lose out money on mothers and papa stores now because you know you can get that from other shops you don't have to go that distant you don't have to travel that far and that's great small businesses um it will it will cause the the larger companies hopefully they, they don't get rid of their staff but it will cause them to change the way they do business they are gonna have to lower their prices they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do things that um they can do because they're so large like a large company can afford to drop prices some people call it price gouging or undercutting others so, oh yeah they'll yeah. drop they'll drop prices but lose colleagues that's the thing yeah yeah so they'll drop prices but lose colleagues so that's how it is that's we'll see yeah but, you know, yeah and that and, you know and i'm i'm happy i'm happy to give my business to like the things that i eat are, i'm i'm very um particular content yeah you're content though right you're content yeah. about you oh absolutely absolutely and i enjoy my own company and i think that uh, a healthy individual should be able to for prolonged periods even enjoy their own company i mean there are like monks and whatnot that's that live up in the mountains with just each other or by themselves for years and years and years and they are because of how they they view their life and what their purpose is they're completely happy to do that so now, don't you wish sometimes you could you know sometimes i wish i wish i had I don't know why sometimes i wish i had not lived that life of like solitude or stuff like that but i wish i think from my from my understanding of the way i am now compared i was what, what 20 like, years ago whatever or like even 10 years ago i should have done a pilgrimage somewhere like 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 like, like a buddhist monk and gone just to be quiet for a little while do you know what i mean just to take in to take in some some sort of sound that i can have to quiet my mind when i need to you know what i mean and who's to say that you still can't do that? You might have to wait a little longer. I know you have a lot of responsibilities, but there's that saying that it's never too late to be who you could have been. As long as you have breath in your lungs and you're an able-bodied man, um, you can make that journey still. Oh, see, yeah, I'm kind of finding that. You see, I'm trying to, when it comes to balancing that stuff out, I think that's where I'm a bit um, different now. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize it's getting harder. And I never used to understand what my mum meant not in body wise because I go to the gym fit whatever I eat what I want but I think mentally it's the mental it's the mental breakdown when you start to realise I think you start to realise mm, time's not running out but you're getting to an age now where things should be um, things should be settled we should have things in place and when you don't have that things in place you start to panic do you know what I mean so the pilgrimage where like I would want to just have a backpack, walk. When am I going to be able to fit in that time to just have that time? Do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit. Yeah, but you're you're putting you're putting uh you're putting a lot of um, strain on yourself, my mate. It's like when people a lot of and, and more, predominantly women I hear say this: oh, they have a life plan. They want to have their kids by this point. They want to people do when you do that. You you um you kind of you imprison you imprison yourself. Because um, life is obviously it's the journey. We race, we race to be older, and then once we're older, we're like, "Oh, I wish I was younger." And that you don't realize that the whole point of it was was the journey itself, and you you should enjoy that journey and yeah. everything. And 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 also how you define yourself. Like personally, um, after reading the book Cybrand, I decided that the way I want to define myself or my purpose, because I'm not one. I'm not a person who wants to be rich or famous or anything like that. 
I said, I, I want to be, I want to define myself by how well I love the people around me that need love. That's good. That's a, that's a nice way. That's a nice yeah. way. And it works for me. And I don't always get it right. Um, I, I'm sure that I have a lot of friends that I annoy the hell out of. And, you know, the feeling's mutual. Uh, We're prone to mistakes. We're prone to mistakes. Yeah, I'm not perfect. But, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. And I have my little affirmations that I've uh, posted, noted to my mirror to remind me of my of my views or the way I want to live, my convictions. And that's and that's how I go about it. Um, but everyone, you know, you're like I said, you're alive, your legs work, ears, eyes, you're a completely able-bodied man. You can go on that pilgrimage. In fact, you might not even need to travel somewhere too far. You could go out to the forest over there in like South, like I used to live near Abbey Wood and mm. the Abbey Wood lenses. There's like this forest behind it henry the eighth or whatever made all this stuff and it's just greenery and there's nothing really there and i used to just go and walk through there and i used to feel very at peace with the whole situation and i was like wow i wish everyone could enjoy this and i, I just felt very i came out of the forest afterwards feeling gratitude and yeah yeah so it's certain little things yeah it's, certain, it's i think it's certain little things like that that i need because when i used to live in south there was a lot of parks and greenery and stuff like that yeah. In East, there is there's parks like that. There's a lot. There's, there's more buildings in there. There's more buildings in East than there is green, and I've never understood that. Like, if, if you can build a flat there, build it. Not, not whatever's there, knock that shit down. Build a flat there. I don't care what goes there. There's not a lot of big parks. enough parks or where I used to live yeah. in Downham. There was three parks next to each other. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They didn't need yeah. to be three parks next to each other, literally, and they're all three parks are called different names. <laughs> <laughs> and you think to yourself, "That's ridiculous." But um, like you yeah. said, um, how you want yourself to be remembered? I have, yeah, long time ago. I was, I said, I want my name to be remembered. I wanted, I'm not my name in lights. I don't want the fame. I want to be comfortable, but I want my name to be remembered. So, I'm trying to write a book or write a series of books and i know yeah people say oh books today they're out there but if i can just have you know something on the bookshelf do you know what i mean and it's like my name is on that spine it's my thoughts my inspiration it's my imagination someone's picked up and gone wow teddy can this is a a part of teddy do you know what i mean yeah i want to give back that way just to have my name remembered that's all i want just to have my name remembered well that and and that people struggle with how to make that happen but the the simplest way is like i i said somebody said something similar once i said who was the richest man in the 1960s who was who's the wealthiest man in the time of christ like who was no one knows but you remember christ you remember martin luther king you remember malcolm x you know if you want to really be remembered it's it's how much you gave back to people because the people that are truly remembered forever is usually one of two ways how much they gave to everyone else or how much they took from everyone else like people remember Hitler because of what he did he took so much hope, joy, lives happiness and we remember Hitler for being a terrible person but we remember the Christ we remember prophets for, for giving to people, for loving people, Mother Teresa uh, Pope John Paul, you remember Princess Diana. People don't remember her just because she was Princess Diana, it's because of how she connected with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, they remember her she, as Diana. They remember they her as Diana. She kept giving love. And uh, when I see Harry and um, 
Megan out there uh, in LA going and visiting people in this crisis, they'll be remembered for that more than the fact that they're royals. Yeah. And that's what it is. The more you give to people, the more you change the world for the positive or the negative is how is more it increases the likelihood that, that you would be remembered. So if you write something that changes the way people see the world, you're you'll be immortalized. Yeah, I I I realized that I realized that from when I used to watch um you know one of the guys that made William Shakespeare with Leonardo DiCaprio and that and that girl from that film. And I realized and someone thought and I thought to myself someone made an adaptation of William Shakespeare's story. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. With yeah, Clint Romeo Banks. and Juliet. Yeah. yeah. He, never, he's never... He made modern slang. More modern slang in that time. He's never, ever going to be forgotten. And I thought... I think he understood the trick. He understood what it took to be immortal. If your name is remembered, you're, I mean, you, your spirit is still alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I want. And he wasn't the only playwright of the time. He wasn't the most educated. He wasn't the most proficient in writing. But because of what he did and how it changed the way people saw things, like he wrote about uh, the contrast of colors. He wrote things about uh, interracial relationships. Yeah, drugs. Everything. Think about it. Othello. That is that is mind-blowing for the time period in which, which he wrote that, you know? Exactly. And we did we did a lot of Shakespeare in school. I don't know where you studied, but in over here we did a lot of Shakespeare in school. Like a lot, it was big. Like when I was in school, it was very big. Like I think GCSEs, I think GCSEs were based off um, were based off Shakespeare, if I can remember it clearly. What's but, your favorite Shakespeare? Romeo Juliet. Really? Romeo Juliet. Yeah. That's mine. I love a love story, man. I love a good. That's a tragedy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It's not, there's no happy ending in Romeo and Juliet. You know what it is? I'm not really. You know what the funny thing about it? I think I've, <laughs> I think I've gone through so much stuff in my life. Yeah. When I see things like that, it to people it seems like an, an unhappy ending. It to me it's a happy ending. What you you pushed you you suppressed two kids to the point where they have to kill each other to be with each other. That's freedom for them freedom to them is I don't have to do what you want me to do so they've killed themselves if you believe in the afterlife to be with each other that's and, and even though it's a sin they still done it so, so they know what's coming after but just to be free from all the sin they live in on earth they've gone to do it somewhere else and they thought what's the point I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it now and they, and they killed themselves it's, it's heartbreaking but I don't know the way I live the way I see it is me, I thought it was a good ending. It's heartbreak, but the families have to deal with it. And then the families, and, and, and then look what happened after. The family stopped fighting because they realized, oh, our kids killed each other because we were fighting each other. So in the end, it was, the end, it was a good ending. Hmm. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> it is a good ending. It is. If, 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 I'm not saying everyone has to watch that I think to themselves hmm like should me and my girlfriend keep each like no you don't do that but it's just like live and learn do you know what I mean like, like no one had to go that far going killing everybody around just for just for because two people love each other what's the point yeah, it, 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 their deaths highlighted the pointlessness of the few yeah 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. But on the other side, you know all those guys that make um, like a West Side Story and stuff. Like that? I think that's Romeo and Juliet as well. Yeah, they were inspired by that. I never understood those ones, though. I really never understood. It was, it's people trying to adapt Shakespeare for a modern, you know, theme or setting. But I, I didn't like West Side Story. I thought it was stupid. Um, I still think it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever watched it again. But they've made adaptations like uh, what's that? Word? What's the film? I I try to make Phoenix watch this all the time. Um, you know the Wiz, like they made the black version to the Wizard of Oz with Michael Jackson and uh, Diana Ross. And... Yeah, I, I I love that film. Phoenix can't stand it. She just doesn't get it. She's like, why? I don't, I don't understand why they're different. <laughs> they're not different. <laughs> but I can't I can't say to her, it's a black version to the movie that you love. Well, I can't say that. Because I don't want my daughter... She's already doing the boy and girl thing. She's already doing the... I don't use boys. I don't use boys. I only use girls. I understand she's young. She's going to do that. But I don't... I don't... Don't get me wrong. I don't want her to see colour, but I want her to be smart enough to understand when racism is in your face. But you know... If I educate her into what she needs to learn mm. she will know how to pass it on to her children as well it's it's mm. it's kind of hard to explain because with her she's still young at the moment so she doesn't see it yeah but, but then i've heard her say some things sometimes and i'm like so you do see color <laughs> so you well, do of course she does well kids do see color but it's not racism is taught it's unnatural it's unnatural kids will play with kids uh, two children will play with each other quite happily from any different ethnic background even if there's a language barrier so long as each child is treating each other with kindness and respect that's all they care about they don't care what the kid even the kids in a wheelchair sometimes and they'll be very honest like why why can't you walk and the kid will say <laughs> and, and, and and you know what that is the best way to be because sometimes we think oh it's polite to ask or how well why don't you have an arm or why don't do you want to play and they'll play with the person according to the person's abilities because children are very accepting of their realities um good or bad which is why the you know the child soldier thinks that going in the bush and murdering people is, i think i've said this before is is completely normal when in actuality that's just an awful reality of which you've been given and you've accepted it um but kids kids are, are very they accept they, they say okay this is this and i'll do this and the only time they'll have a problem with a person and, and it'll be unless they've been taught to hate someone based on the color of them, we'll just be like, "Oh, I don't like that kid because he's this," or "I like that kid because he he plays nicely or he doesn't break my toys or he, like they're very and and my I, although I don't have any kids, so I'm talking again. No, no, talk is good. It's good, but there are yeah. people out there need to listen. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, I don't have kids yet. So, but I've always thought I have my niece there, and I and my niece is she's biracial. And um, I know that, you know, things will be interesting for her because... It will be. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, her father's a very all-white man. And um, me and my sister and most of my family don't look like him. And she's going to realize eventually that she doesn't really... Like, of course she looks like the rest of us, but she's going to be... She's, someone's going to point out to her that she's a different color. Um, like, it's like when I was in school... Um, for whatever reason, a lot of the classes I was in, there weren't a lot of black kids in those classes. And then I didn't even notice this um, until one day someone pointed out to me, do you know you're the only black kid in this class? <laughs> and I looked around 
because you know I wasn't there to represent black people I was there to get an education so the fact that there weren't black people there did not bother me my family's full of black people I've been a black person my entire life even when it wasn't cool as I like to say to people um, and I don't see my color first but I'm very aware of it and yeah you know what it's 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 funny secondary school is true secondary school made me know the difference between black and white because I was um, I went to an all predominantly predominantly white school when I was young and I think there was a handful of us in the school that when I went to secondary school the way I spoke people didn't understand why I spoke the way I spoke and I was like how am I speaking they're like oh you sound very posh and I was like posh I was like, what do you mean posh? Oh, you sound like this and that. And I was like, huh? So it's only when black black people turned me on to racism. (laughs) Can you imagine black people turned me on to this? And I was like, why? And they used to call me bounty. Um, They used to say I would never get a black wife because I'm, I'm I'm too posh. And they used to say like, oh, I remember they used to say, oh, who was Tupac? And I said, I don't know who they were. Who was Biggie? And I, um, I never knew. I never knew who he was. And it's like they forced me to listen to certain things that I wasn't used to, because my family was Caribbean. We only yeah. used to listen to Caribbean music. Yeah. Or like, what's more black than that? <laughs> now that's that. That's the point I was gonna make. If my family is listening to Calypso, and you're telling me, no, nah, you should be listening to Biggie because that's more black <laughs> that makes no sense and I remember, I used to get bullied for it literally bullied for it in school because I wasn't black enough I, I, I've, I've, I've dealt with similar things like that I, they used to say oh you sound white I said well what is white oh the way you talk I said like I speak English the same way you do I said what if everybody where I come from because I'm not from the United States originally sounds like I do what if all the black people sound like that and then you show up what would they say you sound like like I was very like well, what is this and I, I remember a conversation I had <laughs> with some family members <laughs> and we were all sitting and this is it's it's related but it's not the same and some we were watching something on the TV all the guys in the room together and it was sad to me and I I, it, it, I, I was brought to tears by it and they all started laughing the guys in the room they're like oh look at you you're soft fam oh you're a pussy excuse my language and I looked around the room and I was like hang on a second and this wasn't to rub it in or anything I said to them who in this room besides me was raised by a mother and a father Ooh! I raised my hand none of us did so I said so all of you guys was here was raised by just women so I said so I've had the balance of masculine energy in my life from birth and you're worried about my masculinity you are cutting deep (laughs) I thought about I was like how are these guys who weren't raised by men trying to tell me what a man is I'm the only one who had a prime example so it's like yeah I wasn't a weekend father I wasn't going to my weekend father yeah it's like people try to to, to define you which is the point to make themselves comfortable your being able to speak that way makes them feel inadequate so you're speaking the way that you were taught to speak and not in a way to make them feel bad. It was just how you how you spoke like the people around you spoke, which is how people learn languages. And they've taken it as, oh, he's trying to be something more. And even if that was true, how does that make you less? If I try to be better, how does that 
affect you in any way. It's like what, like what Jay Z says, "What I eat don't make you." Sh-. So, oh, uh, you know what? Since uh, that's what I'm saying, since I'm getting, since I've got older, people like Jay Z, you have to. Before I used to say, I used to think to myself, "Why doesn't he battle back against these people?" He never said anything. He never like anyone goes, "Oh, Jay Z, someone said this about you." He'd be like, "Oh, okay." And I never used to understand it. And it's like what you're saying. You don't have to battle anyone to get your point across. Like what you're saying about the... It's true. If if anyone... Oh, who in this room was brought up by a mum and a dad? Okay. Everyone... Yeah. It's, it, on, on my terms, because I can be rude. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Literally. Uh, shut I, your mouth. I was just saying... Yeah. Well, what's this about? I was like, I'm weak because this made me sad and I cried. I don't cry every day, you know? But if something saddens me deeply enough, I will cry. And I don't think that that changes, you know, my my gender. Or my, you know? You know what it is? Uh, the masculinity of it all is because they're around their boys, they have to hold up to this stereotype of, yeah, man don't do this and man don't do that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I realise if you're like me, you get these men one-on-one in a room and they start talking about their feelings. You're like, you're weak. You're like, you're weaker yes. than I am. You're weaker than I am. I can hear I feel, it. I feel in so your bad. Voice. You're trapped by this false construct of what you think a man is because you never got to see what one was. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's no, no. It's not even that. You know what? We can't blame it on absent father. I think it's the way you are. If you're, if you're easily influenced by stuff you see on TV. And the way you are when you when you are on the street, because everyone gets to make a choice. Is it your influence very easy, or you can take life into your own hands and do what you want to do and make mistakes by it? Yeah, you can have friends and you can do things with them, but it doesn't mean that oh, because you see your friend smoking, you must smoke. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never smoked. Same, same. And do a lot I mean? of my friends do, and thank you. Did and like I, I smoke a pipe, but it's just tobacco in it, like. A lot of my friends take various drugs. A lot of my fr- and I don't judge them. Um, it's what they want to do. It's how they. It's that's how they cope. It's how they enjoy things. It's their form of recreation. And I'm thinking, as long as it's balanced, you're not hurting anybody. You're not stealing to support any type of habit or hurting anyone. Have have at it if you're of age. You know, it's your body, your right. You know, do yeah. what you yeah. want. But yeah. you're not gonna be here. Try this, and I'll be like. And those stupid commercials from like the 80s, 90s. Like, no one's ever pressured me to take drugs. It's never happened. <laughs> I've been oh, yeah. offered drugs many you know times. Your child is? God, they yeah, I've, I've been now. offered drugs. And no one's pressured me to be like, oh, take this, man. Oh, man, you don't want to smoke this crack. Look at you. You're weak. <laughs> You're weak. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's I, never happened. When I hear that, well, when I watch a movie and I see that happening, yeah. I, I look at my missus sometimes. I say to her, you know, that could never happen to me. You know, but it's pretty shit. No, it's not peer pressure. It's weakness. If you if you're sitting there, you're saying, "Oh, but you're a dickhead if you don't take this." Oh, you're a pussy. Okay, show me I'm a pussy then. You know what? You know who said that greatly. You know what it is? You do get influenced by people. I get influenced by people that can talk and have a good mindset. You know, Ice T. Yeah. Is it Ice T? Yeah, the guy, the guy in Law and Order. Is it in Law yeah, and Order? Ice-T, yeah, Ice T. Okay, he said to someone. Someone said to him, I can't remember what the argument was about. He said. The guy said to him, you're a pussy. So he goes, why am I a pussy? And he goes, because you're not doing this and this and this. And he goes, show me I'm a pussy. And he said he stood there and waited for the guy to make a move. And the guy didn't move. So he said, so hold on. 
So you're trying to peer pressure pressure me into doing something by calling me a pussy. The one I say to you, show me I'm a pussy by your words. Show me, attack me, do something right now to me, right? And um, show me right now. But you can't. Hang on. Two seconds. I'm going to try something here because my friend is trying to get involved. Hold on. Just try. Just give me two seconds. Hold on. Let me see if I can add him to this conversation. Because if I can. More there. Oof. Hold on. I know it's really bad, but. Yeah. So, yeah. Like he said, basically, show me that I'm a pussy. And then he, he stood there, like with his arms crossed, waited for the guy to attack him. And he didn't do nothing. So he goes, so how are you calling? It doesn't make any sense. And Robert, really, that's how I live my life. <laughs> it sounds mad, right? Show me that I'm a pussy. Define me because of what you say is never going to happen. You're never going to show me yeah. or define me by what you say to me. Never, ever, ever. And the thing you know is, I mean? even if the man attacked him, you've not changed my mind about what I value. Yeah. You, all you've done is attack which a dog could do if I came across it wrong. Or <laughs> thank you. That's a good. That's a good analogy. This is why I like doing podcasts with you. So that's a good analogy. Yeah. Like you can't. You can't alter the mind and heart of somebody unless you say something that that speaks to their soul in some way. So if you're just trying to tell me about myself, and 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 you're and you're wrong, that you've lost all credibility even there because you don't know me well enough to even. And that's another thing I always say if you didn't build this house you can't break it I know who I am so you can't you can't take oh me. sorry to stop you there hey Hello. um John Booster I'm, I'm hey what we talking about okay, Al, got El Chapo here El Chapo John Booster and John Booster El Chapo you've you listened to my podcast before that you two would have heard each other that sounds real ethnic you made up his I listened to the previous one um, the other day Oh yeah. yeah, so you heard, so you heard. Like you two are having an intellectual discuss- discussion. Well, uh, we were. Um, El Chapo, you want to recap on what we just spoke about just now? No, we can move on, man. We just, it's just, you know, I, I did want to mention that I had been watching something that I really enjoyed over this, this, uh, this whole self-isolation period. It's a show oh, called Happy COVID. Happy COVID. Happy, happy COVID, COVID. Bridget. That's what I'm saying. It's all perspective at the end of the day. Um, it's called Midnight Gospel. It's on uh, Netflix. Midnight Gospel. Okay, is, is yeah. that is that another show now you're giving me to watch? Like I'm telling you, know you I mean? you'll love it's this. So what they've done is they've taken podcasts that deal with existentialism. You know, just things that people yeah, think that's about. A big word. Yeah, that's a big word. What was that? What was that? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know the, the 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 exact definition, but the way I understand existentialism how you and your mind and your personage relates to the universe like when you have an existential crisis you can feel like you know you don't belong anywhere or you don't fit into society or it's things like that but what he this person got done is he's taken his podcast have them animated and it, they were animated by Pendleton Ward the guy who did oh. Adventure Time and um it's an amazing they discuss drugs they discuss life and death they discuss so many topics and you're left like i don't i imagine because i've I've never been that high but i imagine that 
it's the kind of clarity that people who smoke lots of weed get or say they get from what I can understand it op- it's mind expanding that's probably the best way to say it and okay what's it called midnight gospel like midnight like midnight at night like the middle of the night okay so is he talking about things like is he talking about things like things people that he thought that would be strong through the pandemic are the ones that are panicking like no, st- no, no, stuff no, like no. that it's not related specifically to anything like the, the pandemic he's just talking about life like one of the things he spoke about was drugs that's the first episode and it's animated and the animation is very interesting and very weird but if you listen to what they're talking about the man said that there's no good drugs and there's no bad drugs it's just drugs and what your opinion is of it and what yeah. like basically what you make it mean and- yeah because joe rogan at the moment when i listen to his podcast he does he he promotes drugs on a scale of 100 he doesn't care he's like smoke weed go to bed train do a podcast do the ufc take drugs go to bed play with your children he's just on that wave and i think it's because he's got to the age now he's like you know what i'm done i'm just gonna smoke drugs to be to be cool and collective and because it's free in america it's not free in america because it's illegal legal in america now they're just doing what they want and 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 to be fair drugs the way that we've been told or explained drugs is 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 in a pejorative way it's trying to make us like veer away from them but it's medicine and like any medicine you can abuse it you know if you drink all the cowpole in the bottle when you get the cowpole you've abused drugs <laughs> you know the effects probably won't be too terrible but you've abused drugs oh um, mate you'll wake up with a spitting headache okay <laughs> uh, i don't know this you say like alcohol is, is is a medicine you can use it to heal wounds you could drink it to um, give you a feeling of levity there's so many things you can do or you could sit there and get shit-faced and and be an ass you know it's it's a choice at the end of the day so there's no good alcohol there's no bad alcohol there's no good drugs no bad drugs it's just the drug and how you relate to it and that was like one of the first things and the way that he broke it down and the animation to add to it was amazing and then the the episode episode eight which talks about like if you've ever lost someone in death watch episode eight it will bring you so much peace oh, i can't man remember two, do you remember the the year that um that uh Zedra's mum passed away I, I had 11 people pass away that year 11 good grief that's a lot of loss 11 people and it was like one every month and I, was like, I couldn't believe it and I was like I'm not going to any more funerals uh, well they say Rastaman don't go funerals yeah well boy you know what I mean you know I can't boy. well I will try to watch that show anyway I will definitely try okay. to watch in fact start with number 8 and start with number eight. Start so with go number eight because it because it's not it's not linear. You don't have to start with episode one. They deal with subjects. So because the subjects are not running on a theme of any kind, you can jump in anywhere. But because of what you've just said, I think episode eight would be the perfect episode for you to start on. I know I wasn't really grieving over. It. I was just no, no. It's not. About, and this is it. It's not. It it just the way you see the world and the way that it will be explained in that the episode eight you'll go wow I'm sure. and it's animated and it's animated and it's animated is this a good show it's a great show jam have you seen this show jam is he there jam 
Hello? Sam? Oh, well, he's gone. No, he's still he's here. He says he's connected. Yeah, he's probably taking a shit or something. But uh, <laughs> anyway. you know, a healthy bowel <laughs> is a happy bowel. <laughs> so, so, is there any other things um, on Netflix that you're watching at the moment? Any I'm, any podcasts you're watching at the moment? I, I, uh, a family member put up a quote that I saw in a movie that uh, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, has made. Extraction. If you just want some gratuitous violence, just some amazing gratuitous violence, just have like, you watched it? Have you watched it? Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Okay, watched it three times. The funny thing about it on my notes, it's got extraction, extraction review because I knew you would have seen it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I okay, it. this film from start to finish. Now, I'm the type of person that laughs during stuff that I think that looks epic. Like, there's a part where he I don't even remember this part, he lifts the guy up and he swings the guy's legs over and he the guy standing up and he uses his legs to like knock off his head and his head just goes back and he breaks his neck I laughed so loud <laughs> when I saw that part yeah. and Veronica said to me this this film is not funny I said it is because it's perfect you don't understand you don't normally get films like this that are that good yeah films like this are one in a million I need you know what I, was, I hate watching certain things they put you know what they did they put their time their energy into this film i was talking to my miss i said to her this is shot in real time and she goes what do you mean i said there's no yeah there's no break editing it's like a it. continuous flow yeah the part you know when he was in the building and he was oh my. And he was like, don't ruin it let people watch i movie. don't care <laughs> let people watch it the, the the martial arts the choreography it was amazing it was amazing. I was like, I haven't seen anything that good quality. And even the, the realism and the way they use the weapons, like, they didn't do anything. Double taps. He did double oh, taps. Oh, my days. That's all I cared about. The sights on the guns. I was just like, yeah, they did this. It, 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 it's funny because my missus lied to me. I was like, he needs to reload. And he reloaded. And was like, how do you know? I was like, babe, um, it sounds really bad. You play a lot of games. You 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 listen to shots. Yeah, and you he know. didn't have everlasting <laughs> ammo. When he ran out of ammo on his gun, he picked up someone else's. Yes. And it was like... Yes, yes. Was, I was like, yeah, that's exactly how it would go down. Those, yeah, those, those little things are the things that I am looking for. I can't say... Was there any... Was there anything bad that was in that movie that I thought was terrible? From start to finish, I watched it and I was like, there's nothing in this film that I don't like. Yeah, I felt that way too. I had to, I was like, if I could give it more than a thumbs up on, on Netflix, I've done it. I'd like, yeah, that's how you do action. He did he did action the way I used to love action when I was a kid. And I was like, because a lot of times nowadays I'm like, oh, here we go. JJ Abrams about to ruin my life. Oh, JJ Abrams. I just wish he would stop. JJ <laughs> Abrams made Super 8, and I didn't have to this day, I still don't understand what the film's about. JJ <laughs> Abrams made, was it Transformers and Star Trek? The last one he did, I don't know what it's about. No, JJ Abrams didn't make Star Trek um, um, Transformers. Who, who did Transformers? Michael Bay? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. JJ Abrams and Michael Bay do similar movies. Yeah, they're the opinion. same person. They're the same person. I think. When one goes to bed, the other one wakes up. Yeah, and they both disgust me. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to be Spielberg, and they don't have any Spielberg in them. You know what it is for me, though? 
I like Star Trek. The Star Trek movies I like because they're out. Don't get me wrong, they're not the best of films, but they're out, so I watch them. If another, if somebody else could come and do another Star Wars, Star Trek film and make it better, I would watch it because I'm just a Trekkie. It's like the Star Wars songs. I like the Star Wars songs because they're out, I'll watch them. Even though the last one was terrible, but Jeremy Abrams needs he needs to stop he needs to stop doing what he's doing take it back to the drawing board because he even ruined Lost didn't he ruin Lost because he he was the creator of Lost right I don't know I've never watched Lost yeah I think he's got I think he's that bad robot so you know he goes bad robot and he's it's that robot thing running around I think that's his company he they they made Lost into a program that was brilliant and in the end you find out what you find out and you're like this is not how did this even end up to the, what, what seven like, years like waiting? shows that go on too long can lose their way Game of Thrones Ugh, <laughs> don't don't that 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 helps it. it went from being spectacular to crashing and burning hard like to this day the best show I've ever watched Breaking Bad from beginning to end amazingly written amazingly acted just amazing it's Help really you know the funny thing about it? You know, you know what mine is? It's going to sound mad. And it's not even one of those songs. It's, it's going to sound mad. It was Ugly Betty. <laughs> I've never watched it. I watched it, Betty La Fea, the, the, the Mexican version, which it's based on. Yeah. In California. But I, I couldn't understand that why this girl who had glasses and braces was now ugly. It was the only show that was from start to finish, had a plot line, finish and end. Because I never used to watch it. And then one of my ex was like, oh, just watch it with me. I was like, whatever. And then I just got addicted to it. And like, every week it came out, I watched it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I've never seen a show after that, apart from an anime show that I've liked, that I've gone, yeah, I'll watch that again. But that was the only show that I liked. Or even like a couple of series of Desperate Housewives. Whoever wrote the oh, first... Man, I can't watch that show. <laughs> no. Whoever wrote the first four seasons was great. Then after that, it just got crap. Yeah. They lose their... The, the, yeah, they lose their way. They lose their way. I think it's because they demand more money. But you know what I was thinking the other day as well? Those people like Terry Hatcher and the girl that the, the famous woman from the show, they used to demand so much money. They used to be at the Golden Globes. They used to be there in their dresses. And I remember she said a quote. She said, um, I remember last year I was on my bed, me and my daughter, and we were sitting there watching the Golden Globes. And we thought, oh, will we ever get there? And now I'm at the Golden Globes. Now it's been like, what, nearly 10 years? And now you're on your bed again with your daughter watching the Golden Globes. Came full circle. But so you how understand, you she thought she was, it's like, Terry Hatcher, she went from being, what's her name on Superman? Lois the face, Clark. The face of TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, by the way, Dean Cain's become some really like weird far right anyway. Who? Who? Dean Kane, the guy who played uh, Superman in the Adventures of Lois and Clark. I thought he was the funny man. Isn't he a funny man on the T- MTV or something like that? Oh man, I think about the wrong person. Think about a different person. He, he Dean Kane. Uh, if you Google him, he's now some far right playwright, something or the other, and he's just gone. He's like so Trump this, and I was just like, wow, okay. Um, but Superman likes Trump. Well, Dean Kane isn't really respected as one of the Superman, but he could pl- because he played him on TV. Um but yeah he was one of the Supermen. I mean, I know who you're talking about because that show was quite good but it was yeah it was like in the mid nineties. 
that was our show from when we grew up. Like that's Superman. Yo. Was he Mexican? He, I think he's he's Irish. I think he's got some Filipino in him. <laughs> Filipino Superman. Oh, what is going? I I don't know. Wow. Hey, I'm look. If we can have a Superman as a fictional character, um, <laughs> he could be any color. <laughs> I know. I've, I've had. This, I've tried to have this conversation before. I just don't. Sometimes I just I just speak to myself. You don't have to change what's not broken, but with the, with the times that we live in now, and we've got the social justice warriors, everything has to be changed. Everything has to be um, what's it called politically correct. Um, characters a character. They can change gender, change sex. It it doesn't matter. And I I, I, I I'm all fair to it, but I'm I'm used to what I'm used to. Okay, they <laughs> you sound they so old man. They change like the way it is. No, don't they change. Change my shows. Don't don't change my look. No, because they changed Nick Fury into Samuel Jackson. I remembered. <laughs> I I gave a question to everyone. I said to, I said to everyone, um, just a quick question. I said to everyone, uh, what color is originally Nick Fury? Oh, he's black. He's black. He, he's always been black. And I was like, wow. People don't really know Marvel like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like a black. Nick Fury. Really? Yeah. I and I think mean, Samuel I... Jackson did a great job as Nick Fury. Yeah, because that's ultimate Nick Fury. That's not normal Marvel Nick Fury. Like, he's the ultimate version of Nick Fury. Like, you know, clearly they have Marvel that's... Ultimate. Yeah. So they have that. They even use, they use a lot of um, traits from the Ultimate Universe. The Ultimate Universe in Marvel was better and, for me and because they. Pardon? But and remember, these decisions were made based on marketing. They said, "Well, what comics did we sell more of? This one or this one?" And they, they probably put it all together and said, "Remember, these this is a company. This is a business. They need to be able to sell merchandise." Yeah, if we have a Black Nick Fury and he's Samuel L. Jackson. We will. Everyone loves Sam Jackson. Da, 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 da. And that's how that stuff happens. It's not because they necessarily wanted it. If 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 the if the Nick Fury originally started out as a black man and he didn't sell Nick Fury would be as white as snow so yeah I mean look at what they did to and 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 to be fair they mess up a lot of stuff like Ghost in the Shell that should never have been Scarlett Johansson I don't ever want to hear you talk about that film on this podcast ever again <laughs> or, or or that Dragon Ball Z movie where they had that too. okay you, okay you know what you got two strikes you've done two I, I want to hear you say a third film like that again <laughs> Oh, there's one more I can think of right now off the top of my head. The last airbender, M. Night Shyamalan. He crapped the bed with that. Hang on one second, because you you know what? You, you, need, you know what? It comes a time in a man's life, right? <laughs> Where things need to stop. You know the last airbender? I have all three on DVD. You know the three, the three Nickelodeons? Like the yes, three. I have those are some three. of the most amazing things I've ever watched. Okay, I based certain things off that. Like I, You know the funny thing about it? When I do my warm downs, you know the um, the chi bending that he learns of his grandfather? Um, um, for, not Fire Lord Ozai. Um, the uncle. Uh, last yeah. try. Yeah, there he's last back try. again. Hello? Okay. Yeah, we yeah. You know, we could hear you. We oh, could really? hear you, but we just didn't think you were talking. Yeah. No. What, so, what, so, was, you didn't talk at all, or you were trying to talk? You didn't say anything. I don't know if it was like Okay, no. No, we didn't. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm cutting in the middle of a conversation now, so I don't know what's going on. 
Oh um, no, I, I was just saying that I use mm. when I'm doing my warm downs in the gym. The um, some of the stuff like what the Earthbenders used to do in um, the Avatar, basically, I use that now in my in my warm down because I see a man doing it, and I thought that's really interesting and it works. But back to your uh, back to your point, Dragon Ball Z the movie, Ghost in the Shell, Avatar, the last <laughs> Avenger are the worst <laughs> adaptations <laughs> on the planet. I am sorry. I bought, imagine I bought the Avatar Last Airbender, the movie, and I played it five minutes. I went to go give it back, wow. and my sister was like, can I have it? I was like, you can keep it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Keep it. It's terrible. How do you get, how do you get, you know what I didn't like? He goes, cool down, hot food on it. <laughs> no, he said, he said, um, she goes, oh, the Avatar, Ong. Um, yeah, I was like, who's they can't um? get their names right. It's, it's so annoying because the show was um, so good. Just to be played like that is like so jarring. Yep. But, um, I don't know if birds of prey, but that was, that was pretty shocking as well. And the funny thing, yeah. And oh. firebenders couldn't mm. firebend unless they had fire next to them. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh. Anyone, anyone have any thoughts about Dragon Ball Z? I, I bootlegged it <laughs> years and years ago. It's terrible. No one's even eight. No one can hate you now. <laughs> that was it was so bad that's not a crime. It's so bad it's not a crime. And ghost in the shell. I didn't mind that one. Either. I am not saying anything. It's it's, it's terrible. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's as good as the what? original, but I don't think it's a bad Oh movie. come on, dude. Charlotte Charlotte Johansson is is trying to be someone who's clearly not Asian. She's the Angelina Jolie of our time. That's who she is. Oh, don't do that. I think Scarlett Johansson's a great a great actress or actor. I don't even know. Say. What has she done? She's not. She's not. Um, <laughs> she Life Aquatic? She was in she was in Home Alone I think she was in Home Alone 4. <laughs> God, I stopped watching them after 2, but and she was a horrible person in that. She, she's acting. There's no horrible people in the character. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think that they they made the right decision to put her as Black Widow. Because remember, I think everyone in Marvel at the time were actors that weren't... They were known, but they weren't A-listers. Yeah. They're only A-listers now because of Marvel has put them in there. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was an A-lister. No, he wasn't. He was he was a he was a recovering alcoholic. He's a recovering drug addict. You don't have to That's understand. It. I'm old. Robert Downey Jr. has been like he's done movies with Tommy Lee Jones. Like he's he he goes up and down. And uh, what has the... he done before? Okay, before he's he's I, I love him. Before he's before Marvel, what a star role had he been? Yeah, he did the Fugitive. He's done big roles. Tommy da, Robert Downey Jr. is. Mm. is a well he's a seasoned actor yeah but he's up and down you can't have an up and down career like that he's not like samuel when he's getting like hit off the hit off the hit off the samuel hit jackson's off. also a recovering drug addict like he still is a drug addict. he still is <laughs> no, I, I think he's oh queen now like he used to be on like crack and heroin so celebrity lifestyle for him. yeah he's serious no this was just that was just so like think about where they grew up like this is how they were coping now Robert Downey Jr. got famous in the 80s. 
when cocaine was given to you in a bucket. Like, (laughs) 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 if you have an addictive personality, someone's giving you large quantities of free time. Oh, fucking oh, cocaine in a bucket. <laughs> you know, I imagine, all I imagine is like the cocaine like full up to the top. Yeah, and he just dips his face in. <laughs> Time to start the day. You know the thing? Heart is going Could you say that his career was so good? It's just giving him out. Because of cocaine. That's the way he acts. No, maybe that's what made him act more eccentric. It's like, it's like, And that, that's a that's a that's an argument that a lot of um, comedians and other actors have, because if they've done the majority of their career on a substance, they think that if they stop, even Eminem, if they stop taking drugs, they they won't be who they are. Eminem was on that... drugs. Eminem was on drugs. <laughs> yeah, up until oh, recently. Shit, I didn't know that. He was. He's a, yeah. He used to abuse pills. He made songs about it. He was on all really kinds listen, of drugs. I don't really listen to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Since he but, made that new album, I was like, this is not the same Eminem. And this is it, and that's what happens because you, once you get healthy, you then have to find like if the drugs defined you for so much of your life, like that was the only thing that you used, and th- that's how you got through your days and you made your your art. And you think, oh man, what am I without it? Like, there's some a lot of great art. Miles Davis, they say when he's not on heroin, his music's not the same. Um, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, I heard Jimi Hendrix. You used to slit his, he's have slit his um his forehead and put the crack in his band on his forehead and let the crap wow. just seep in his forehead so he'd be fucking high yeah. all fucking day so uh, yeah stuff like that and then when people like that get healthy and they think I the, the, this art was never mine it was a result of the substance and they have to get back in touch with like they have to find a, because you can always access something that comes out of you it's just how you were accessing. There's multiple pathways to to the greatness inside of you. I know, but some, some of those are negative. Some people need that higher consciousness though to get to that state. Remember, we're, 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 some people should, were not at, at that state until they take assist. that drug. So it's drugs. You use them as a way to get to that because you can you can get to a higher consciousness without anything. You could get in the gym, or I, some, sometimes I get it playing exactly. Tech. Can you, you need meditate? Drugs, you need drugs to, okay, no, no, you. No, he's right though. It's yeah. a, everybody has a different method of getting. Look, you don't need drugs, but it's, it should be in a, in a sister or an answer. I said, shut the hell up. This is a podcast about <laughs> sharing <I'm> ideas. <laughs> he shared his idea. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? It's because I. I he, he he used Tekken as a Wait, reference. You, you scoff at it, but it's happened. <laughs> using his dragon. I will not have his dragon off. I hate his dragon off. I, I hate it. And I understand. I understand what he's saying. You know, actually, you know what? It's funny because I can say the same thing. When James uses Rainbow Mika, I can see his higher conscious boost yeah, that in mean. his head when he sees when he sees all those tears <laughs> in his face. I can see it too. I I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm that old. Tekken. You don't play Tekken? I've played the first Tekken, and then my sister used to beat the crap out of me at it, and I thought she was butt yeah. she she probably was no these no these guys are he jam he's a different type of tekken player i don't know what well, it all is all i can say is yeah let, i don't know what he's done down to you simply but he's sat you, there. you have a game like street fighter sure yeah you can there's loads of combos that you can do or whatever but in tekken is a 3d game yeah exactly tekken is a 3d game where you can size my generation as high as mids yeah. as loads 
and you know you don't know if a character's going to do a high attack low attack uh, or a mid attack or sidestep or jump or whatever so you can you kind of get tranced into trying to think three steps ahead and when, when you're doing that you're not even playing the game it's almost like you're on autopilot and and it's happened to me a few times it just felt like i was on drugs yeah. it's like i was just like not even a human being it's it's just really strange feeling you have the synergy that's bruce lee you know that's bruce lee that's yeah, where the the synergy. he's talking about fighting as a reflex yeah that's so, where so the what i'm saying is you don't that's need drugs you know that, right people need to find their ways to get that kind of, kind of fix and I guess drugs is like a cheap way of doing it hmm that great game go bad that's you know what you broke it yeah you saw what I was saying that <laughs> obviously I've had, I've had it in the gym loads of times <laughs> but getting it from something where you're not physically active and just using your, your brain is very hard to do That's really good. That's a really good analogy. I like that. That was really good. Yeah. Well done. Well done with that one. All feelings of euphoria mm, yeah. can be achieved through meditation. And meditation doesn't mean necessarily emptying your mind. It doesn't mean stopping doing something. Sometimes some people meditate by um, sitting in the bathtub, listening to gongs. Some people meditate by painting. Some people just, you know, have to go on a bike ride or sit there staring at water. It's just there's different things. Some people meditate while they're they're exerting their body to its fullest extent in a gym, and their mind clears, and they can or they're able to understand the problem they've been tackling. Yeah, it's it's different for everybody. Yeah, I like to go for a walk. I think if I can go for a, like just a, it doesn't matter how long the walk is. I used to like to walk in the rain. That used to be my best. I don't know why, but that's when I had short. It's a, I can't do it no more. No, it's a Bob Marley saying. It says some people. He says some people yeah. enjoy the rain and some people get wet. Yes, yeah, that's true. I don't do it anymore though because I got locks and like that makes me ridiculous. I, I, I'm I'm not forward well, thinking. Why are you one of them just walking around like ah? No, no. Like, that's... There I'm you go. Plastic like, poncho. I'm not one of those parents. I don't do that. I don't do it. I don't cover my hair. I'm not. I I can't, I, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like those look. hats. I know it's like culturally and they look cool and, and nice colors, but I just don't like. I just don't like it. Do you know what? It, it reminds me of a spider. It looks like a spider's off. What do you think? There's no way it's like <laughs> It looks like do you know what I'm talking about? spider's ass. <laughs> I've got so many questions, Jam. <laughs> what spider have Man, you? I've assaulted many spiders with my faces, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fat ass on that spider. <laughs> I'm gonna mess you up. Yeah. All uncovered. Just, oh my god, that was that's funny. Terrible. That is funny. That's funny. Um no, I, I hear I hear some Chris Hemsworth thing and he's kicking ass in it. Is it I'm I'm up all You need to watch that film. That doesn't do it justice, but that that is the basic really good, uh, synopsis of it. You need amazing, yeah, very good, very 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 good. You need to watch. I'm that gonna film. watch it today. I would say I would recommend you to watch it today if you can. At some. Yeah, I mean, what, do you, what what do you got going on? Why go going on? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so what you got going on? Yeah, Joe, go on, continue. Got a yeah, new what's show. going on? What's going on with life? That, that now has me on four, four days off, so that's fine. Oh, congratulations! Um, at the yeah. 
What? Oh, it's way better. It's the least better already, work yeah? I've had to do for more money. <laughs> it's, it's weird, right? You get more money for doing less work. I've realised that in the corporate America, corp, corporate America, Absolutely. corporate England, it's very weird that you get more money for doing yeah, less so work. Um, and that's what I'm trying yeah, to do so, myself. So that's pretty good. I get, I get <laughs> I've got weekends back. Um, the only... The only gripe I have with it is that it's night shift but you know what as soon as I get good days off and I get I'm on a salary now I'm pay increase every year it's just really uh, way better than what I was doing retail is like it will just kill you yeah it will kill you it's death yeah it's soul destroying because people come in there from their soul destroying job and want to yes. unload that negative energy on somebody else nine times out of ten which is why I I, I worked on being a comedian genius at in my retail jobs because yeah. it kind of prevents that from happening but then they always want you to yeah, exactly. be that way and it's just sometimes I don't have the energy yeah I don't but I'm, I'm still in it I'm still in it and it's, it's bollocks I don't I don't like it I don't care that whole you, you can say that but it gets you down after a certain period of time where you're not saying that you're better than the job, but you you're like, I need to get You can absolutely say that. I've said that <laughs> yeah. before. Be... I need to get the fuck out of here now. And I offended some people I worked with who were like, that's what they wanted to do for life. But it was like, I... it's mm. it's like, that's good enough for you. And that doesn't make me better or worse. It's just, this isn't enough for me. And that's, and you can look at life like, like you can look at that like food, like, I might want a small plate. Mm. You might want a big plate. It doesn't mean you're greedy. You might have a bigger frame, be a larger person, have a, heart, a bigger appetite. And let's just say it like this. My, my appetite for life it might be a little bit bigger than yours. So yeah. I'm not going to be satisfied with this portion. But in the... I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. In the retail game, and I'll be this is the one thing I've learned from the retail game. If your appetite mm. is big, do it somewhere else. What do you mean? You will not achieve in the retail game and think things are going to change or things are going to be better for you once you go up the chain. It just gets worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where you're under so much pressure, so much stress. You're thinking to yourself, why did I even do this? It's not worth it. You can, if you're, if you know that you, if you want more of the pie, do it outside. Do, I'll, I'll, I would do what you two have done. Leave retail and do it outside of what of of retail because you two eventually you will become pillars in your pillars in your work and in your job that you'll be able to excel for me it's when you do it in retail and you excel expect the same shit there's no difference you are yeah you're a manager but you're no different from mm. what the person that is paying you higher do you know what i mean there's there's no different level to you, well, your that's your a, colleague. That's perspective, though. You got to grow where you're planted, and you do what you have to, so that you can do what you want to. And yeah. eventually, you get to that point where you can do what you want. But the reason I left retail is because I was working in Mercedes Benz in service, and uh, this wasn't my particular job. But because I was in the front of front of house, whatever front store, whatever you want to call it, I had this Russian sugar baby come in, and. Um, there were like I know, 50, I'm waiting for this. There, waiting. Were, there were 50 teddy bears, Mercedes teddy bears. This woman went through 38 teddy bears, if I can remember correctly. And then she I picked up one because I was getting tired of her. And I was like, how about this one? She's like, no, not this teddy bear. It's ugly. 
So then I, I looked at my coworkers and they looked down. So I said, well, <laughs> an ugly bear will work harder for your affection. <laughs> and she went, what? I went, never mind. And the guy she was with, like the older guy, he busted up laughing. <laughs> and he actually took the ugly bear, quote unquote. The bears <laughs> were identical. <laughs> Which is how yeah, exactly. you mass produce a teddy bear. <laughs> So, but she was just being extra because she could. And that's how wealthy people are sometimes. They're just jerks because they can. But sometimes, more, more, more often than not, wealthy people are not mean. They're just impatient. But I noticed looking mm. safe. They're extremely impatient. They want it now. They don't want to wait. They don't have time. They need whatever they need, and they need it now. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get it for them. And that's... And being under that kind of pressure, I didn't like because that's not the way the world works. We are all in a there's all there's a process, there's a chain of people. If I if you need a car part, I have to order it. Anything can happen in between my ordering it and it getting to us here again in the store, yeah. and I'm only responsible for the ordering of it. But because I'm the person you see, you hold me responsible for everything. Yeah, don't take don't take whatever. That, that was my main problem with the job is that uh, <laughs> people for some reason uh, think all their problems are, are your problems. So you're you're ending up carrying bit by bit everyone else's problems throughout the day. And I just realised I was just turning into a miserable bastard by the end of the day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that you become that, or you become a low level psych- psychiatrist. Like I found so much often, I was going, "Are you having a good day today?" And then I'd just let the person unload. And then afterwards, I'd get an apology of how they treated me. But it was exhausting having to do that. I'm like, I am not here to help you with your, <laughs> your emotional You know what? You guys, you, guys are being, you guys are being my therapist now. I'm realizing, yes, I am exhausted. <laughs> I am tired. But, but I'm friends, you. So that's I fine. am fucking tired of hearing friends. people shit. Yeah. Everything. I don't care about your fucking husband. I don't care about your <laughs> child. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Do your job and go home. But, but do this is it. You do you do care. The thing about relationships is this. A relationship is like a bank account, yeah? Yeah. You have to make deposits and withdrawals. If someone is making withdrawals all the time, they'll be overdrawn eventually. And the bank's not gonna deal with them anymore. And if you're dealing with people who only take withdraw 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 and they don't deposit they don't give anything back they don't teddy how are you doing today teddy how's your family how can i make your day easier teddy if they don't do that eventually they become overdrawn with you and if everyone's doing that you're gonna just close up your banking and that's what happens nah do you drop me home now I'm sorry. Nah. I, I say, I says, I don't know if you guys see my quotes sometimes. I say, I cure people, nobody cures me. I have to go into work and be everybody's dad. And I know Jan Bossa has heard me say this to many people at work. I am not your father. I am not your husband. But that won't get the best out of the individual. My sister it says will. this to me. She it will. Says, Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? It gets the best out of you. Let me tell you why. I've been with you for three years. I know your capability. If you're still going on to me about the same shit that you've been going to, because some of them raffle off the same shit every fucking yeah. day. Oh, 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 um, it's my, the woman said to me the other day, oh, um, yeah, it was something. I, I left fish on the side and my husband was sitting there watching um, How to Get Away with Murder and he didn't cook for the kids. And I'm looking at it and I'm just looking at it like, okay, I thought, what do you want me to do about it? Oh, but I'm, I thought, hang on, you married him. You knew what he was like. 
if he's sitting there letting fish go off on the counter mm-hmm. and he's watching rather watch how i get away with murder you know what you've done you know who your husband is you yeah, left but, out but the that, fish that, because you wanted to go but, off but it's all perspective that was an opportunity for you to show some compassion what, what if you show compassion every conversation oh i did well what? you know i just what? did it in why? my mind why you have to Okay, and what was the? Um, and this is the thought. You what? What? what you, you burn up. You show compassion in every conversation. You get drained out. You burn up. You burn. I said compassion. Let's I didn't say, say you give them everything. A hundred customers yeah, no, a day. Still you show no, them more compassion. Because compassion could be like you're empty. Yeah. Mm, that's that's very that's true. I don't have that much. Begin with. <laughs> 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 and this is what this is what I say I meditate because you could draw state from anything I my sister I used to feel burnt out and then my sister said something to me that very interesting she said the reason that some of those things will ign- like the reason those things ign- annoy you and Teddy even said it by his quote we don't have those people yeah. that we can do that for because we are those people exactly and it's like, physician, heal thyself. You know? Yeah. Who helps us or where we need it? And, and this is the point. We don't necessarily need what those people need because we are the people that they go to. And instead of thinking, well, where's my version of this? Realize that you're the strongest part of this chain. You're the highest person in the food chain or in the hierarchy of emotional well-being. That's why everything comes to you because the buck stops here. It's a lot of responsibility, huh? You're strong enough to carry all that other stuff. It isn't, it isn't. We are all a burden to each other and we're all an assistance to each other. Everyone is my teacher and everyone's my student. If I start to think of everyone as just being my student, then it does become burdensome. If I remove any sort of uh, love or joy or happiness from my heart, everything's a chore. Oh if you have God. a kid and you don't love that kid, anything that kid I does will annoy I don't you. Even want to you have imagine. a friend and you and you don't <laughs> and, and you see what I'm saying? If you have a friend and you and you're beginning to fall out of love with them because you love your friends, anything they do will piss you off. But if you love that person or if you have compassion for that person, it's not a burden. Mm. It's just okay. I'll deal with it. It's, it's perspective if you if you find that this keeps happening to you it's because you are the most powerful the most emotionally stable individual in that set of circumstances so you have that power to paradigm shift everybody else because that's why it keeps coming to you you're that gravity well all of it is falling down onto you because you have the shoulders for it and you're looking at it like I'm tired of this falling on me when in actuality you're built for it Nah, it's being built and dealing with it day after day is not good because basically what happens is you become you become like you said before we become drained okay where we worked you need to understand there's a lot of everyone's worked retail in their time yes now nowadays a lot of people have a lot of problems and they carry a lot of weight on their shoulders and they bring it into the workplace and what they don't tell you is you have to be everybody's shrink everybody's shrink 
you don't realize you're a shrink until you become that person's supervisor or you become that person's manager every problem they have you have to deal with you have to pat them on the back and it's been to the point that it's come, it's come to the point now where you can't even pat someone on the back now without being without it being sexual harassment. You're too close to me, especially now with this COVID thing where you got where you got to be two meters away from everyone. So you have to have a conversation with someone that's two meters away. That's hard now. It's frustrating people. And right now it's getting to the point where I can't or somebody else can't even sit down yeah. for five minutes without someone calling your phone and having a problem. And you're like. Is there so many problems in this world that you can't solve? And I think to myself sometimes, I- I'll be on my break and someone will call me and go, the back gate's locked. There is 29 of you on the shop floor. Why are so you calling many. me? Oh, because you're the only one. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the only one. And I have to repeatedly say, there's four other managers out there on that shop floor. Yeah, but you know you're the one. And like, it's true. Like you say, I'm the one that can deal with it but it's like it's unfair sometimes when you think to yourself the person out there is getting paid the exact same amount as money as me and and the problem I'm hearing then isn't necessarily with the people underneath you it's with those at your level because the leadership there is lacking if you're the only one showing up and do it because like you just said there are multiple managers there the reason they're coming to you is because those other managers aren't pulling their weight. It's not necessarily the subordinates issue. It's like the military. Whenever I think of my situation where I'm getting annoyed by people that are quote unquote subordinate to me, mm. I, I think about the example of Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. He had a miserable bunch of guys with him throughout a war. People were dying. They were losing men. Their mission was to find one guy. And the, the, the rest of the soldiers even said it, like, what makes this guy special? Like, our, like our guys are dying out here to get this one guy. And one guy even said, I hope he's worth it. And Tom Hanks doesn't go there because he knows what the mission is. He's the captain. And his job is to get these guys there. And he has to do it, not just physically, he has to get them there mentally. And when they fully fall apart as a, as a unit, what does he do? He tells them what he was before he was a soldier. And it breaks the tension of the group. And it gets them back focused again. And they think, fuck me, if this guy, if the guy was a school teacher and he's such a great leader and it just, it it refocuses them. And whenever I think of leadership, I think of like great things I've read or watched where I saw really great leadership under pressure because until you're tested in a leadership role, you're not a leader. Anyone can lead people that are behaving properly, that are on job, that are focused, that anyone can do that. A monkey could do that, really, you know? It's when people are, when you're dealing with multiple personalities, the idiosyncrasies, the, the, the people that make things more difficult than easy, when you can find a way to, to get those people to be productive, now you're a leader. And that's why they say in Buddhism, you don't learn anything from your friends. You learn from your enemies because your enemies require more of you. They say that in that? Yeah, they say, they say you learn who you are from your enemies. And they say you should be thankful for them. Because when people are loving and kind and nice to you, it's easy to get along. It's when somebody crosses you or does something that is just so against who you are that you might find yourself, like people said, I came outside my zone on that one. Like they, they, they see that there's dark parts of their character too that they might need to work on because they thought of what, what they were willing to do to kind of settle the score or to deal what with the What book was that from? What book was that from? That, that came from a book, right? Um, I read, um, it was The Art of Happiness. 
by the Dalai Lama. Oh, he had somebody yeah. like by the Dalai Lama. Yes, yeah. wow. yeah. okay. I love the Dalai Lama. I follow his tweets. It's amazing. It's amazing the yeah. things that he's been through and how he views the world. He's got a Twitter account. Yes, he does. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. If Donald Trump can have a Twitter account, I really would prefer to hear from the Dalai Lama. You know, I don't want to hear about some old entitled white man who got his money from his dad, who never actually worked a day in his life, and makes everyone's life miserable whenever. I know, yeah, when he said, um, what yeah. did he say the other day? He said, um, oh, yeah, I started my own business. Someone's like, did you get a million dollar loan from no, the no, father? No, no, no. And the truth of the matter was his dad gave him a $400 million company. It wasn't a, a million dollars. It was $400 million. You know? $400 million. Jay-Z had to graph half or three-quarters of his life to get that, and now he's a billionaire, yeah? <laughs> and and people want to talk about how he sold he sold crack. Who cares? In fact, I, I did a whole um, <laughs> not to go too off topic. I did a whole I did a whole um, spiel on it on my Facebook about how that people want to give Jay Z a hard time about him selling crack and being a billionaire now. When there's a there's a company that was started by British sailors that uh, sold heroin to the Chinese, and the company's still in business to this day. Oh, well, oh, oh, sorry, you mean the opium? Opium. Yeah. Opium. Well, heroin, opium, same difference. But they were drug dealers of their time. You know, do you, do you know that? Apparently, quote quotations here, um, China, Saudi Arabia are the biggest. And um, was it, what was the other, where did America go to war with uh, Vietnam? Talking about Afghanistan. That, uh, Afghanistan, sorry, Afga- sorry Afghanistan are the biggest, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you know this, you know they're the biggest, I will say the word, I like the word opium, are the biggest opium sellers in the world. Actually, and they, one of the ones you forgot there is North Korea. They do yes, a lot and, of and North Korea. They're apparently, big dealers in North Korea. Apparently, in Afghanistan, they have found a way to use, because you know you need a male and a female plant. Yeah. Apparently, I found a way. I don't know if it's the males or the females that bloom. Females. Okay, they found a way. Without a male, they can use all the female plants, and it just keeps growing. That's Con- what, that's basically what they do with marijuana. They they sexually frustrate a female plant, and so she overproduces um, buds that aren't being pollinated, and she thinks that she needs to produce more because to give her a better chance of being able to to fertilize something. Um, it's all just it's cloning basically it's not like you know a lot about uh, the cloning process of the opium I, I know I know a little about I know a little about botany <laughs> uh, is it yeah, yeah. botany yeah botany botany what's it called botany. Botany. botany is just the study of like plants, and plants. <laughs> is it okay you yeah. researched that one as well did you yeah. yes I did <laughs> I'm telling you if I if I really wanted to be a, like a criminal I could have been but it's just not in me I can't, I can't, the idea that my, my, what I did would, would cause people irreparable harm to the point where they would mistreat, let's say their children or their missus, like I, that would bother me. It would bother my conscience. And let's be fair, my conscience can be flexible, but there's certain things that I can't, you have a to know that I did that, that, that I destroyed, let's say even a part of my society. Yeah, I, I I call myself Black Ronin. I call myself this and that. I see myself a certain way. But, like, if you can't look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day for how you made your money and be proud of yourself, then you know what you're doing is wrong. If you can look yourself in the mirror and be proud of yourself, you might have 
you know, a flexible conscience. And that's entirely up to you. I can't judge you. That's not my place. I think you should change your name to Black Ronin. Like it that. is. That's that's my gamer tag. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, that came out quick. Black yeah. Ronin. That, yeah. That's brilliant. I like that one. So, yeah, it's just, but it's just, and, and that's all it is. It these people, and I, you judge them, but at the same time, like the Brit, the British were massive drug dealers at one time. They sold opium like it was going out of style. The people in China, in the villages where they had no rice, still had opium dens. Like, so do you know what? Oh, sorry to cut you. So yeah. do you know why? So is it true, basically, that America went to war with Vietnam for opium? Is it? Is, it's true, right? Well, Vietnam, no. Yeah. America went to war with Vietnam to stop the spread of communism into the to, to the to the Asian Pacific. They did. They were getting. They were. They were shitting themselves because the Russians basically took over all of Europe with communism. Then they tried to rock into Afghanistan, where and the CIA went over there, taught the Taliban how to fight and blow them up. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they taught them. They, yeah, they, apparently yeah. That's, that's how ISIS are now, isn't it? Because they taught them how to fight. ISIS, well, the, I, the I'm, not sure, I'm not yeah. sure about ISIS, but I know for a certainty they taught the, the Taliban how to do that. And um, they, they, and then it spread down into. Uh, it was spreading down into from China into Vietnam, communism, and they wow. didn't want half wow. the world to be communist. So they said we have to stop spheres of influence. Sorry, because communism threatened the way of life in the, in the United States. Again, communism is not bad or good. It it's just a different way of life. They're all they're all flawed. Capitalism is flawed. For those one minute, one minute. for those that don't know, for those that don't know what communism means, just say what communism means. So because some people are like, no, communism is is like a really authoritarian type of socialism. So they basically don't want to have a government that has structure. No, no, no. That basically the, all the structure is government made. Like China is a communist country. They they run China like Yeah, but America is communist, right? No, America is capitalist, very much so. They... Capitalism is free market. You have to basically do everything for yourself. Like we have socialist programs in the UK. The NHS is one. Um... Okay, yeah, but I know, but when you round it up all into one ball. Yeah. So America think they what? What did you say the word was? America think they what? They what? So they're not communists. They what? They're capitalists. They think they're capitalists. America is capitalist. No. For, for by what society, sense? Well, for a capitalist society to thrive, you have to have winners and losers. There's a, a the ability for in a capitalist society for for there to be obscene wealth, because you basically are able to exploit certain members of society to increase your wealth. Okay, but America only became capitalism because they imprisoned people first. America was always capitalist. Yeah, and then America was, they had slavery, didn't they? That's <laughs> they? very, that's, and, and <laughs> like I said, wi- hang on, winners and losers, yeah? In a, in a capitalist society, who's losing? If you can get labor, if you can get free labor in, in your society, because think about it, America went from being a tiny colony to a world power in under 200 years. How did you do that? And that's oh, well, I took a whole bunch of black people, made them work for free every day of their lives until they were dead, and then repeated the process. What? So what? So what? So that's capitalism, right? It well, it's it can be an aspect of capitalism because capitalism to for capitalism to work well, people need to get exploited. So let me get this right. Yeah. <laughs> so America, world police, yeah. 
go to another country and say you're not allowed to do that because we don't want the government basically to take yeah there, there is a great hypocrisy here so we don't so we so basically we don't want you to have a structure so basically we not, no no they they didn't want them they didn't want them to have that structure because they were opposed to that structure so that's As, world police so they're world well, police. yeah but this is it's it's not so much police it's spheres of influence after world war ii the country got divided yeah there were capitalist economies and there were socialist or communist economies america was afraid that if the socialist or communist ideologies spread far enough it would reach america and destroy the american way of life so anywhere on the planet communism started to pop up outside of china and the ussr they went and fought so which is why we ended up with two koreas which is why we had the Vietnam War. So, is this why they bombed Japan? No. They bombed Japan because Japan, at a certain point, was, well, everyone was kind of distracted with World What? War II, decided they wanted to be an imperialist empire. <laughs> they, they rocked over into China, and they took over. They rocked over into the Philippines, they, yeah. into Guam. China took over. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? That you know what that sounds like? That's me going to my next door neighbor and basically saying to you, you know what, I don't like the way you live. Uh I'm gonna I need you to live to hack how I live. And you're gonna do that. And if you don't do what you're saying, I'm gonna beat you up. And then he does it and goes, you know what? Teddy's right. Then he's gonna go to his next door neighbor and go, Oh, Teddy Hoggle said that we need to live this way. No, and he beats them up. And then it It's such a change. You're just describing how the world has been for thousands of years. The Romans did it. The Greeks did it. The Persians did it. The Babylonians know, did it. But it's just, it's just weird how a country. The, the Russians did it recently with Crimea. Yeah, but a country can still get away with that to this day. No, they. Well, the Russians are the only. Oh, as far as just rolling up into a country and taking over, the Russians are the most recent ones to do something like that. Right. Who did they take over? The Crimea. Which would belong to Ukraine. Wait, 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 wait! Russia are taking over countries. They're taking over portions of countries. Really I didn't think that was still happening. Me, I'm telling you. Yeah, it happens. You really don't care. It happens. I, I, I learned. It's been, ha it's but it's been happening. Like everyone goes to Tenerife and has fun and enjoys Tenerife. Tenerife is off the coast of Africa. How are those not African islands? You know. People take what they want. Gibraltar is owned by the British. It's off the coast of Spain. I mean, it's part of Spain. Like, there's a part of um, is it, was it Morocco or something that belongs to Spain also? And it's like a little enclave. Like they just cut out a little section of it. I mean, I mean, the British owned Hong Kong for years, which was part of the deal that settled the whole opium wars. That's how they ended up with Hong Kong. And then they like, built Hong Kong. Like the opium wars are only for. This is why England are in so much debt now because they try to go legit, like how every corporation goes. They don't have the opium sales to sell to make their economy big. Even though, even even if they're doing it underground, you when you say when you say legit, when they when they dissolved the empire, that's when they started to have financial troubles. Yeah, when they own one fourth of the globe and all yeah. of our West, our Caribbean islands and parts of Africa, they had money coming in hand over fist. You know what? You know how I'm going to end this? And I, I, it sounds really bad. I know we've been talking for a long time. You know how I'm going to end this? And it sounds really bad. I said to Mrs. I said to my missus yesterday, they enslaved the Caribbean for sugar and now they put a sugar tax on. And so what is all the Caribbean? And they've been in this fucking sugar that they can't sell anymore. 
they're gonna be they're gonna be free they're gonna be it, it, and, and you're exactly right it was business as ain't that weird it's slavery that with a different weird. name it's a slavery it's, with a different name isn't that isn't that fucking weird you can either enslave people with chains or you can financially enslave them and that is kind of how capitalism works and that is ridiculous that is ridiculous you're that, not wrong wow they put a sugar tax on something that they enslaved black people for over 400 years and now they're saying to us oh yeah basically sugar's bad for you and then now they're giving us what's it called no sugar in diet coke no sugar in coke fuck me i i don't, I don't even know what to say anymore the world is well, the scriptures Ooh. if you want to go biblical man has dominated man to his own injury we are not if you believe in creation designed to govern each other which is why we always make mistakes with it that's why guy is my favorite enemy <laughs> anyway guys we have been talking long enough it has been brilliant another world round podcast thank you I, trust me believe me <laughs> Try it. Jam trust me That's you make fine. me want to yeah, go play Tekken <laughs> 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 I, need, I need that clarity Bridget. I need that clarity so you guys sign yourself off sign uh, yourself off who's going first can, which, uh, one? which one, which one? So I'm here all the time you? you know who I am you come on Jam <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. I'm already there. Man. I swear to God, if I look behind my couch, lady, and you're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Go on, um, go on, um, go on. El Chapo Negro, wherever I, I, I know I'm going to say it wrong again. El Chapo Negro. Negro. I am your friend. I am your neighbor. Take care of each other. Love each other. A little more compassion in your life can't hurt. This whole COVID 19 is an opportunity for you. To be more human and more humane. So everyone, everything, everything that he just said, people, I love you. I know I'm gonna get good responses off this one. Now I've got Jam Booster in this as well. This is gonna. Hey. I need to get more people to come on it. I think you need. I think. I think yeah, personally. Last, last, just, sorry, my last. Yeah, I think last we need too. a female perspective in this also. Yeah, we need a little bit of female energy in here. Make the mix right. When 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 we talk privately, I'll I'll tell you why that will be. A, I you've already said too much. A, um, a disadvantage <laughs> and an advantage to the podcast because yeah, <laughs> because it's it's kind of I don't want to. I can have females on, but I I I know oh, what it no. will create, and I don't want to create that. Yeah, I don't want to create that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's there's different sides to everything, but people. I have been your boy Teddy Hoggle. I don't know what number podcast this is, but we're going to keep bringing them out. You guys, Bye. thank you again for joining me. Yeah. So, everyone, like.